Welcome to the sermon podcast of Northridge Presbyterian Church in Dallas, Texas. I'm Betsy Sweetenberg, the pastor here, and I hope that in this podcast, you see what we seek to do week after week, approaching the stories of our faith with a holy curiosity, not shutting the book because the stories are hard or there are truths we'd rather ignore. Instead, approaching scripture, trusting that God will meet us there, full of grace and truth, teaching us something new about how we are to live in this world God so loves. Let us pray. Pour out your Holy Spirit, O God, and prepare our hearts to accept your word and what you have to say to us today. Silence in us any voice but your own, that hearing we may also obey your will through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. A reading from 1 Thessalonians, chapter 3, verses 9 through 13. How can we thank you, God, enough? How, how can we thank? How can we thank God enough for you, and return for all the joy that we feel before our God because of you? Night and day, we pray most earnestly that we may see you, see you face to face and restore whatever is lacking in your faith. Now may our God and Father Himself and our Lord Jesus direct our way to you. And may the Lord make you increase and abound, abound in love for one another and for all, just as we abound in love for you. And may he so strengthen your hearts in holiness that you may be blameless before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus with all his saints. Friends, the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I want everyone to take a moment and remember back to what it was like the first time that you saw someone after years of separation. Your parents, your children, a loved one. How excited were you? What was that like? I think it is safe to say that recently, everyone has had moments like these. Everyone has a shared experience in their own way of being separated from loved ones because of COVID. We have all gone through the heartbreak of the COVID-19 pandemic and the despair of canceling things, sometimes over and over again. I bet we can all remember the joy of when we could finally be together again. And we still may be remembering that joy and celebrating today. The joy of community, the joy of being together. Because as relational humans, don't we all just want to be together in person or not or whatever that means, but just being together? I think we do. I think COVID reminded us that we love to be together as a community in ways that we have been before and in new ways. Isolation is unnatural for us in our faith, and I think being part of the community is fundamentally part of who we are as humans, because community shapes us. It shapes our identities, our experiences, and our actions. And so we have a, a fundamental human longing to be in relationship with each other and with God, 
And this is how we can increase and abound in love for one another. All of us long to be in community with God and with each other so we can increase and abound in love. The Apostle Paul knew this before any of us did. In fact, similar to our community today, Paul was writing to a community that was also coming out of isolation and in a transition time, the community of Thessalonica, a congregation that is far away and that had been apart for a long time. Like today, there was fragmentation in the world of Paul and the Thessalonians. Like today, Paul and the Thessalonians were in an unprecedented time. Specifically in these verses that we read, Paul writes a prayer to God about his relationships with the Thessalonians. And in this prayer, Paul and his fellow disciples pray that God will direct their way back to the Thessalonians. They pray that their future will again connect them to the Thessalonians whom they feel a deep affection for. So Paul has listened to God and God has called Paul and the Thessalonians together and placed a longing on Paul's heart and a desire to be in community with the Thessalonians once again. God empowered Paul to feel a powerful love for the Thessalonians in the form of renewing the community bonds and supporting each other through prayer. I think Paul's experience is very relatable today because like Paul of the Thessalonians, I think we all long to be in community together, especially after all of this isolation and separation that we have endured in the last few years and that we still may be enduring today. But now we are finally at the start of a new program year and the life of our church. We made it, y'all. We made it to being together once again. We made it through this unprecedented time. We made it to this time of transition, whatever that means. For me, the last few weeks have been re really busy. I've been to all sorts of planning meetings, trainings, meeting with people, different congregants, different committees. It's been so wonderful, it's, but it's definitely been very full. And throughout all of this, I noticed two themes. Gratitude and love. I think that these are the two sentiments that we share as a community right now. Gratitude and love for each other, for God, for different people in this community. And during these last few weeks, I have come to understand these sentiments of gratitude and love in a new way because I have learned so much from each of you. It's very clear that as a community, you guys are longing to be together. God has put this desire on each of your hearts and filled you with gratitude and love and eagerness to be together and express these sentiments. Like Paul, God calls us to listen to our hearts. God is very present in our relationships and longings and desires and uses them as a tool to communicate with each of us because God loves us, plain and simple. God loves each of us. God loves us in abundant ways. So we can love by listening to God and how God uses 
our hearts in unique ways. We can listen to what longings and desires God has put on our hearts, and we can act on them, and we can keep doing this over and over again, as many times as we need. So listening to our hearts and longings and desires is a way to listen to God and act on this profound sense of abundant love and overflowing gratitude. We are all abounding in love. Just like Paul and the Thessalonians, we are abounding in love for all, and this is the ultimate labor that we are each called to do. This is the labor that God calls each of us to do. So laboring for God looks different. Laboring for God doesn't mean laboring for stuff or status. Laboring for God means abounding in love for all. Laboring for God means reorienting ourselves and listening to what God has put on each of our hearts. Laboring for God means overflowing gratitude and celebration and rejoicing and being in community community together. Laboring for God means responding to our longings. This seems especially relevant during this Labor Day weekend and every day because God calls us towards relationship building, building relationships with each other and God that abound in love and overflow with gratitude. Relationships that reflect our fundamental longing to be together, and I think this is the labor that is worth doing. Fred Rogers from Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood wisely said, it's you I like. It's not the things you wear. It's not the way that you do your hair. But it's you I like, the way you are right now, the things deep down inside of you, not the things that hide you. But it's you I like. I think Mr. Rogers' words are very simple, yet are so powerful. They serve as an invitation to connect with one another. They capture our longing to be in community with each other. This is a community that is authentic, a community where we do not have to change ourselves. These words validate people and meet people where we are right now. These words are filled with love and longing and gratitude. And I think they capture what laboring for God really looks like. God calls each of us to actively participate in this community of abounding love and overflowing gratitude. God calls us to be part of this community that longs for each other and labors for each other. God calls us to this welcoming community that makes relationships a priority. So as a community rooted in love and empowered by the Holy Spirit, I believe that we are well equipped to enter into this new season of growth and transition and carry out the labor that God has called each of us to do. Amen. Go out into God's world in peace. Have courage. Hold on to what is good. Return to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the suffering. Honor all persons. Love and serve the Lord, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. And as you go, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, 
and the power of the Spirit bless you and keep you this day and always, always. Amen.